Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. Episode 901 of Coach Unplugged. I'm so excited to uh, do a rewind episode. I always do this end of January, early February. I'm going to do one of my Rick Torbert rewind episodes it's awesome it's gonna be three days monday through wednesday i'm just kind of talking um the read and react i love i love kind of throwing these back in because i know not everyone goes back into the into the stream i don't i don't love doing a lot of um of rewinds but this is just such a good one so um Couple things before we jump into that. First of all, go over and check out our great sponsors at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial. You know, if you're looking to become a better basketball coach, if you're looking for a roadmap, if you're looking for someone that's experienced it like me, let me help you. Not only will I be a mentor and the other coaches in our in our community will do that, but I will help you in the process of becoming a better basketball coach. Also, go over and check out Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. They will also allow your team to become better shooters and better basketball players. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $350 off. All right, part one of three parts. Let's head off to Rick. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I got I got Coach Torbert here. So th- I'm super excited about this um, from a couple standpoints. Selfishly, I started running Read and React about three years ago, so I have I'm looking at my list. I think I have like six specific questions about Read and React, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, okay. All right. So, Coach, I'm going to have you kind of introduce yourself, kind of talk about your basketball journey and kind of what got us to the point where we're sitting here talking today. Right. <clears throat> my basketball journey <laughs> began, uh, let's see, I'll make this short and sweet. Uh, all right. There's, there's not a lot there. Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> well, I um, let's see. Probably the pivotal point in my life was I was six, six foot one as an eighth grader. Everybody thought I was going to be some big center, you know. Right. Yep. Uh, 
I think I grew one more inch or another inch and a half. And, uh, and I, I found out <clears throat> uh, there were plenty of people that could play inside better than me. So uh, between my freshman and sophomore year, uh, I spent the whole summer just dedicated to shooting only. And, um, uh, and that kind of changed the course of my life. I wound up being a, a pretty good shooter, good enough to go on and play at the next level, you know, NAI played at uh, Cleveland State Junior College, and I played at Bryan College. Um, um, but there's but, a very valuable lesson there, especially for the youth coaches, I think, in the yeah. sense that I believe everyone should be a guard until they're about 14 or 15. Because <laughs> um, well, don't you – I mean, we, we can get into the position of this thing, but I, it's like I, we everybody that's listening to this, I bet, can can think about that kid – that grew in elementary school and was the tallest kid on the playground and then just stopped. We all can probably name like two or three of those kind of kids. And Steve, that is why I include that in the story is, right. uh, I mean, it, it hindered me. Uh, uh, the way I'd be, I was pigeonholed early on through elementary and junior high, even as a freshman in high school, um, it, it's hard to overcome that even if you're dedicated from there it on. Is. You know, just, uh, because in college, I'm I'm a two guard, and sometimes right. I'm, I'm a point. Uh, right, right. You're seriously, you're seriously hindered, and it's like I've I've coached guys that have played in the NBA. I've coached bigs, and it's like yes, I'm. I, you know, I I just keep telling them I I you might have to rebound more than you're going to rebound to next level, but it will help. You know, we if everyone right. can handle the ball, no one can press those kind of things. But right. um, so then go go ahead. So then I see you got into coaching. Yeah, I. I Stepped right out of college into a head uh, high school boys job in the public schools in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Chattanooga Central and Little Wall High School. And, yep. and then uh, I took a job in Atlanta uh, at a private school, small private school. And then uh, after a few years there, I went to Holy Innocence Episcopal School because they were starting a, um, a school from scratch, a high school from oh, scratch. Oh, really? Yeah, they were kindergarten through eight, and I, I kind of thought, oh, that'd be cool to start, you know, from the right. beginning. And uh, hey, if it, uh, I can't blame anybody but myself, you know. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming, yes. Yep. So I was there for uh, my last eleven years, and um, and and when I say that uh, there's not much there, what I mean is, I think, uh, look, I mean, I had good years and I've had bad. I've had. You know, uh, never won a state championship, but made it to the Final Four a couple of times. And, you know, uh, quite From a few Somebody that's times. won it, it's lightning in a bottle. I'm, I'm convinced. It's like, it's like the kid yeah. that catches the firefly. Because yeah. my best team didn't win it. <laughs> um, my best team had three Mr. Basketballs from Wisconsin, and we didn't win it that year. And then we won oh, it the next that. year. It, wow. uh, yes, I'm just – it's, it's – it's not the best coaches, not the best team. It's about those two or three weeks where you just catch lightning. It's Hoosiers kind of thing. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're exactly right. And, uh, um, and I've had, I've been on the, the losing end, you know, I've been right. on those where it, uh, I had my worst season was a four and 23. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make you question. Uh, that, everything. You, 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 you become very humble at that point. Yeah. On you, man. And I, <laughs> my honey off and i tell you i thought i should have got coach of the year because we we shouldn't have won those four 
Right. Oh, I tell people my best record, we were 12 and 10. My best coaching season in 30 years of coaching, we were 12 and 10 because we had no right being winning 12 games. We had zero, you know. So that's why I tell coaches. It's not – and I've told people this before. I think the problem with our profession is it's it, you're judged on quantitative values because I see your math teacher. You're, de- you're, you're, you're judged on quantitative values, not qualitative values. That's right. And, and that's as right. a coach, it's, it, it's the, to be honest with you, I coach and teach because it's the qualitative things. It's not the – I want to win as much as anybody, trust me. But um, – it's it's teaching young men or young women to be you know become better people and life lessons and all that sure. kind of stuff. And that and that is the problem with with coaching is that you've got um, um, you're you're judging success qualitatively, and people that might be controlling your your job right uh, and your livelihood are judging it quantitatively. Right. They don't. There's a lot of things they don't take into factors because I tell you. I, when I say uh, I made it to the Final Four, that's hilarious because right. I've never made a shot. I never defended. Right. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah, been to have right. really good players, and I remember yeah. the first trip to the Final Four. The the night we we uh, won a lead eight to go to the Final Four, uh, you know, you, you get all the back slapping and all that, right? right? Yeah. And one guy, friend of mine, um, said. I just kind of as he's passing by, he says, and, and now you're a genius. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know everything. You know everything. Right. Yes. Uh, it, it, tongue in cheek, because, man, yeah. You just. Okay. So, so, all right. So then, so, so are you, you're still coaching there right now? No. no. Okay. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so, there was a two or three year overlap in the early 2000s where a uh, former assistant of mine wanted to start an internet company, sell DVDs. And, right. and uh, I told him I would help and uh, help him if, I, if he ever needed it. So he asked me for it. Right. And, um, and he said, I want you to do the basketball instructions. And I said, man, you're going to get like three sales. You know, my mom, my dad, my sister. Right. <laughs> you know, who am I, you know? Right. And he said, well, you know, I was, he'd been with me for a while and he said, you know, I've seen you teach. And he said, if I can get people to view the material, I think your, um, your ability to break it down and bring them back. So, uh, Hey, why not? Right. So I gave it a shot and, uh, we started with shooting ball handling, you know, post play one-on-one just player development stuff. Right. And this is in the, <clears throat> excuse me, this is in the early 2000s. And um, um, then we got a few guests uh, on our, our DVDs. Back then it was all DVDs. Right, um, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I tell, I was talking to Brendan yesterday. It was hilarious because it's like him and I were laughing about, I remember when I had two VHS tapes and two recorders and play, record, play, record, yeah. you know, to, to, yeah. to break tape down. It's like these guys don't know how good. I mean, they, now it goes up to crossover or huddle and it breaks it down. It's like, shoot, oh. I, I'm still surprised I'm married, to be honest with you. All the time <laughs> I spent breaking tape down. but <laughs> It was so time intensive. It was unreal. Yeah. yeah. And in one of my stories, talking about uh, uh, later as we get into the read and react, you know, one of the one year, I think it was 96, <clears throat> at the end of the season, I decided, hey, I'm going back and I'm statting all of my games myself. 
I wanted to see where all our, our, our points were coming from, try to categorize everything. Didn't want to depend on stats that, you know, some right. yep. in the bleachers, you know, yep. kept up with and missed while he was eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and folks, um, I don't think they appreciate what it took to go back and take a DVD. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, VHS. VHS right. That time. VHS, you know, fast right. forward, rewind, pause, write down, you know. Right. And there's more than what they don't understand is there's more than one thing going on when you're watching on a thing. It's like there's a rebound, there's an assist, there's a turnover. There's a, it's like, you're, you, yeah. <laughs> there's no iPad to hit a button and just. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, something like a huddle or crossover. That would have just been. Oh yeah. Awesome. I told I tell people it saved my life. It saved my marriage. Saved my life. <laughs> Thank you. I'm in the basement. I'm not in the basement anymore. Breaking film down. Okay. So, um, so you started that. We'll get to the read react thing at the end because I got like I said I do have a lot of questions. Oh, okay. But um, so then that's obviously oh. went from DVDs to. Yeah. Well, we started like I say player development stuff. That that's what I cut my teeth on. My first one was on shooting naturally. Right. right. And most of this, most of this, Steve, came from, um, oh, well, yeah, I, I had coaching insights and that type of thing. But uh, most of it came from my experience in personal training, all, you know, right. while I was coaching. Uh, and that's where if you're going to make a business out of that, you've got to actually, you, you can't just, you might start doing it off of the cuff. But right. eventually you got to, What's the word? Codify. You uh, got to quantify know. it, and it's time yeah. for money too. It's like you. Yes. Yeah, it's time yeah. for money too. And if you, you you're yeah. not gonna be able to book all that time if you don't have, you know, your lesson plans right. Yeah. Yeah, and I had to go like step by step. You know, I had to start writing things down, and hey, what works, what doesn't, and developing a player, and right. and so so that's what I was putting on the DVD, and we happened to uh get uh start getting a few nba and wnba guests on the dvds you know okay mike Bibby was the first one i do i remember that one i do remember yeah, that one yeah. and then we got you know yes didn't you have some young kid too i think oh that was our ball handling yeah uh, our ball handling uh, andy garcia and by yeah. the way still He's just phenomenal with a basketball right now. He's in his mid twenties, I guess, and he's in. He's still in Laredo, Texas, and he's training. He's never stopped training other kids. Really? Wow. Well, he's got he's got a training business. Okay. 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 And he's just magic with a ball. But, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember so him. The thing is, the great story behind that is, I had one DVD out shooting. You know, now right. I'm still coaching at the time, and in the summer. I have this guy from Laredo. It was Andy's dad, Andy Garcia. And he's, right. hey, hey, could you, you know, could I convince you to come out here and train my son for a few days, you know, maybe a week? And, well, if the price is right, I will, right? right? So right. it's kind of neat. I get to cross the Mississippi River and right. yeah. <laughs> go to a place in right. Texas. And this is kind of neat. Yep. And, uh, and kid just was a, a workout king. I mean, the kid could work all day on the on his game. But when I saw him handle the ball, I said, hey, I made a guy on the phone, called my buddy and said, hey, I know what DVD number two is. Yes. <laughs> seventh grade and he's just unbelievable with the ball. Right. And yeah. Our, our Mr. Basketball this year, Jordan McCabe, who's going to Cincy, 
has been doing that since he was a little kid and he's the same way it's like oh my it's like magic what they do with the ball (laughs) yeah so then it expanded from that stuff yeah Yeah. i got i wound up with it in 2000 uh by 2008 i think we had um seven player development seven or eight player development dvds and that and that doesn't sound like much of time but when you do at that time we were doing things like um like the one-on-one video was three and a half hours right because it wasn't just me on one-on-one uh, i also had chauncey billups i had rick barry on it i had right. two birds hey everybody hope you're enjoying the podcast um i'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better they, they allow us to keep these podcasts moving and chugging and uh, allow us to pay the bills um, so it's one way that you can give back. If you love these podcasts, come over and join for a couple of months, the 14 day free trial, kick the tires around. And we've got lots of great new things going up on a daily basis. We would love if you subscribe and like, um, wherever you, you do that, Apple, Spotify, um, and then go over and check out our other two podcasts, uh, high school hoops and teacher Sidegate. I think you'll love them. All right, let's head back to the podcast. You know, folks like that. All and it was a different era, too. You weren't shooting it on your phone. You, the editing was a, you know, iMovie wasn't. It, it, I'm just saying people think now it's like, oh, I can just shoot a video and edit. It was a different world back then editing-wise, too, and all that yeah. stuff. And technology and taping and cameras. and. Yeah. Yeah, you had to send your DVD off to be mastered and right. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but during that, um, so the transition is, um, back in, uh, Oh three and Oh four, uh, in that same place, Andy Garcia in Laredo, Texas had put together a, a camp, uh, where he had recruited, uh, 15, just handpicked players from everywhere. A couple of European pros, about five or six, uh, college players and, and the remaining 10 or eight or nine were high school but they were from everywhere i had a kid from greece and michigan and just from all right. over all and over. They, they all came with a pedigree you know what right. i mean like they were they, the best, the best it was a four-week camp oh geez <laughs> yeah by the way steve never do this okay <laughs> <laughs> i've gone to the pgc camp i've gone to mono's camp to watch oh. and I'm, I'm i'm tired after four days and i'm just watching <laughs> uh, uh, we were so ambitious i did like uh, I, I, so we lived in the same uh, motel, you know, hotel. Right. And our schedule was from nine to six, five days, and then half a day on Saturday. Yeah. And and the kids went at night. They went to the local, um, like, uh, workout gym, physical gym, to do you know to to be trained in weights and speed, agility, quickness, and that's crazy. First of all, youth is wasted on the young. I'm telling you, I used to do oh, that yeah. stuff. I I go from camp, I jump in my car, I go to the next camp, I jump in my car, I go to the next camp. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It just makes me tired thinking about it. Oh yeah, and but yeah. poor poor kids, man. About right. middle of the week, they got one gear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, just about toast. But right. we did all. You know, you do all the player development stuff, uh, and then. You come back from lunch. We 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 had to. We had to take like a two hour for lunch. Right. You know? We had to, and for them to recover. And then we'd come back for another four hours, and um, and we we always finished it with clock and referees and games. And right. we had 
the owner of the camp had um, scheduled, I'll give you an example. He had scheduled the second tier Olympic team, a uh, Mexico's Olympic team to come across the border and play us. You know? Oh, wow. So I'm going like, oh, okay. Uh, what am I going to teach these guys? Flex? Right. You know? You're right. These are, these are all put, every one of them is like a gunslinger. Like, right. Hey, they're all the best players on their team. Yeah, they're all the yeah, best players on their team. That's right. And so I'm thinking, what am I going to – and that's where the read and react was, was birthed. And, and, and uh, the, what I saw there just made me a believer. Let's just put it that way. Right. And so, so just from a historical standpoint, yeah. so that, that's when you came up with the idea. Yeah. When did we get to the point where you felt confident that you actually had something that was, I mean, because like anything, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's the first light bulb and then there's the last light bulb. <laughs> yes. I didn't um, even have a name for it in 03. Right. Okay. And see, I, I was going back to coach at that, that time. Right. Yeah. You're just trying to keep the, 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 the yeah. ship moving. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's so weird is, is it was at that time that the company better basketball just took off. Okay. We took off. My partner said, look, we, we got to either fish or cut bait, you know, because right. uh, you've either got to go full time if we're going to make a, make a go at this or, or we just – he can't do it by himself. And right. so and so I said, but man, I put together this system that, you know, I, I'm absolutely convinced. Well, anyway, so I wasn't – I was not able to take it back to my team. So – the next summer, we had the same camp, whole different group of kids. And I said, okay, I got to test this again, all right? Right. Maybe, maybe it was a function of the kids, right? Right, yeah, you don't know. You're experimenting, yeah. yeah. Right. So this time I went in, I didn't have to discover it. Right. I went in from the beginning, right? And it's like, holy cow. So as soon as that four weeks was up, I called every friend – that on every level of basketball still coaching and said, look, I got something. Don't even have a name for it, but, uh, uh, and I can try and describe it, but, um, if you want it, I'll show it to you, but I'm pretty sure it's a game changer. You know, right. I, I think it'll give you an edge, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Well, you know, Steve, just think about you call, you know, who would you call? Look, the people I call trusted me that – I mean, I'm not, I'm not even coaching at the time, right? Right. And so I had um, high school, middle school, girls, boys, you know, uh, take it uh, – veteran coaches, you know. Right. You wanted to send it out to the world to see what happens, too. It's yes. like it's your first model. you got to send it out yes. and see if the, if the light bulb works or not, too. And so first know. I gave it to them in notes. Guess right. what? They couldn't do it. No. Every time it was like, Rick, you're going to have to come and show us. I'd, I'd work with them through the summer, come work with them during their season. And, and that's when it dawned on me, okay, I, if I'm going to transfer this, I can't do it with notes and that type of thing, right. with drawings, with diagrams. I'm going to have to put this on, a, 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 you know, like a DVD or right. that type of thing. And so it was really – so for four years, Steve, for four years, those coaches convinced me – to put it out, to get it to public. Right. And, and one of them, uh, uh, he's retired now, Buster Brown. He had about the best um, uh, girls record in high school in state of Georgia, all classifications. 
during the nineties and won a state championship. And, and, uh, and he said, uh, Rick, I don't, I don't want you to, because I've got an edge now. <laughs> right. Weapon. Right. But let's face it. He said, this, this, you've got something that the community needs to see. They need to get a hold of this. Right. And, and of course the feedback now, the feedback that I was getting from these coaches was opening up, um, was just making me see other things. Right. Okay? So that's the thing is you got to put it out there to see. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you don't see it all at one time. Right. You don't. I mean, I'm not smart enough. You can't, well, you can't see the trees through the forest sometimes. You're, you're, <laughs> right. well, you're so, I mean, I've started small businesses too. You're so like, you're so narrow. People are listening, aren't seeing this. I'm putting my hands over my eyes. You're so narrow minded because you see one thing, but there's six yeah. other things going on that you just can't see. Yeah. Right. And you know something? This coach would teach it this way, and this coach right. would teach it that way. And another coach would call me and say, you know something? I found if I taught this first, then this this became easier. I was just getting all that kind of feedback, you know? And I thought, all right, listen, uh, I had another friend that said, if you try to wait until it's perfect, you'll never ship it. Yes, yeah, because nothing's <laughs> ever perfect, yes. That's right. He said, hey, ship it, get it out there. And, uh, uh, and I really am not trying to be uh, – this is not a case of false humility. I, I really sincerely believe – and I still do, you know, there, there are coaches that are just uh, so much smarter than me on so many levels. If I could just get it out there and get it in their hands, they would see things that I didn't see. Right. And maybe we could all stand on each other, each other's shoulders and, and kind of change the paradigm. This was kind of my vision. Right. This is kind of what motivates me and motivate, motivated me then motivates me now is, the vision of, you know something, I may be able to impact the game for kids and coaches in a very positive way, maybe make the game. I had just heard Kevin Eastman say in a clinic at Coaching You Live, okay, uh, right in the middle of, of his time in the clinic, he stopped. You know, usually he's on the move while he's talking. Right. You, you know how he does. Yeah. And he just stopped and kind of, you know, did this looking off into the wild blue yonder, and he said, look, let, let me tell you where the game is going. The game is headed where there are no positions. You're not going to see ones and twos and threes and fours and fives. You're going to see five five players that can just play basketball. They're going to be multi-purpose, uh, multi, uh, you know, yep. uh, they can play in all positions. Right. And he said, now, I don't know how we're going to get there. But we're headed that way. Get ready. Right. And then he went on with the rest of his clinic. Of course, I'm I'm in the stands about to blow a gasket going, I think I've got right. right. I've got the method to move the game to a positionless game. And by the way, now you know, Steve, why I started that story the way I did. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, has it really see people ask me about my record and all this kind of stuff. And I don't really think about that stuff on a day-to-day -day basis. Have you literally sat and thought that you've changed this game? Cause you have, um, and I'm not throwing this around. I mean, a hundred years from now, it's like the flex. It's like the triangle. People are going to the dribble drive. People are going to talk about read and react. Have you thought about that? Yeah, I have. It's and, and, but it, it does. It it's mind boggling. 
Yeah. It is mind boggling. Yeah. It has taken uh, a life of its own, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And some of, some of the most, the funnest, the, one of the most fun things about this is uh, this movement is reading the stories of the coaches out there. Right. You know, they'll email me their stories and tell me what to do. And most of it, coach, now look, it's really easy for me to, to, to tell you the quantitative ones. Right. But qualitative ones are so much fun. Oh, yeah. We make fun of you all the time, Rick. I'm telling oh, you. you. Right. Oh. That's layer 47. Layer 47. I mean, <laughs> my, my assistant coach can do it. Nate's going to be listening to this. He can do a much better Rick than I can do. But it's like, you know, we just. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it's like there's it's over, it's, it is over the, the number of layers is overwhelming at times like we have narrowed it to like six that yes. we feel like yes. we can really do well and then well, we add well. things to that you know it's like adding yeah. potatoes to the soup or carrots yeah. or something but we you know we've narrowed it to about six that we think we can be pretty good at well you know that 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 came from Again, back this is six or seven years before I ever started experimenting with the read and react. Two things happened. There was a couple of things going on that that kind of ingredients that went into the soup, you know. Right. Yes. And one of them was we lost a game at we ended our season by not getting to the state tournament on a last second shot with the best player I ever coached. Best player. He averaged 28 points a game, shot 53% from the three-point line, and signed with Florida State. And the only kid in the school history to play in the Georgia All-Star game. And right. I'm thinking, if I can't get to the state tournament with this kid. Right. You know? Well, right. I must be an idiot. Well, so my assistant and I, Dan Knudsen, we were um, uh, having our last supper, so right. to speak. And, uh, <laughs> pun intended there. Right. And uh, – and I said, all right, Dan, go ahead. Tell me what I did wrong, you know. And he said, I really just got one question. In the last two minutes of the game, when it was just back and forth and, you know, people were fouling out and this and, and there's, we're trapping and nobody can run any of this stuff. Did we have the best five basketball players on the floor? And I said, well, not, Dan, we had our best one, our best two, our best three, our best four, our best five. He said, nah, that's not what I asked. Did we have our best five best? And I said, Danny, if I did that, we can't run our system. And here it came. He right. said, maybe there's something wrong with a system that doesn't allow you to put the best five players on the floor. Light bulb. Yep. Boom. Yeah. And now he went on with other questions, but for me, it was like a thorn that got in my brain. And I remember thinking, where, where did I get this? Why do we have to have point guards and fives and posts? And why do we, where do we even get this language from? Or what, you know, right. It just started making me question everything. Am I kind of blinded by tradition? You know, right. why can't we do that? Hey, when you go to play pickup, do you say, well, I'm picking you because we need a three, a slasher? Right. No, no, I know. And the thing is, and I'm, I've, I've ever since we started doing, it, I've been trying to think about where it started. Was it the, was it the Patino Kentucky teams? Was it magic? Was it Michael George? I mean, cause you know, he had Cartwright. So he had a five. I'm just trying to think of where the shift kind of happened. Cause usually it happens at the NBA and collegiate level before it gets down to us. 
right and right. I, and I'm, I'm just i'm just trying i really haven't been able to narrow when that because it, it, if you look at villanova you look at the teams that were in the ncaa this year it's like that's there's, yeah. there's obviously some big boys out there that are probably yeah. quote unquote fives but they can all shoot they can all handle the ball they can all pretty much play anywhere right that's yeah what i loved about watching them is i'm i'm and I'm telling you, they did some really good stuff. If you if you did not know the reading react the way you and I do, Steve, right. you might watch Villanova and go, "Hey, I think they're running that reading react thing." Right. Oh yeah. And, and you uh, got to be able to shoot the ball though, too. You oh, oh <laughs> that you know, <laughs> made shot covers a multitude of sins, doesn't it? Does. It? it does. <laughs> and I tell and I tell my kids all the time, you can, you might, you anybody can become a shooter. Not everybody can become a scorer. But shooting is just repetition. It's like lifting yeah. weights. You yeah. just got to get in and do it, you know. Um, yeah. All right, so let me we'll, – we'll, 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 we'll do this out of order. So I'm going to ask you my read and react question. All right. And, then we'll, go, and then we'll go back. All right. So um, off-season recommendations. Do you have off-season recommendations for people that run read and react? Things that you can do. <clears throat> well, you just named it. I shooting. mean, yes, because um, – as you know from experience, the redirect will create shots for you all over the floor. Yeah, layups, inside, three-pointers, two-pointers, off the – you name the type of shot. Right. And, and getting good shots. Hey, everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.